Hello, hello. It is episode 337 of the Keto Diet Podcast. Today is a pretty personal episode. We're going through my personal DNA power results. I did a total power uh, report with DNA power and myself and Dr. Lois Naherney are going to be going through the results. She's going to be going through what it means, how to interpret the results. Now, if you ended up getting a DNA power report, you can follow along as we go. Now, before we get started, there are so many things that I want to share with you um, just so that you understand the context of today's episode. So I highly encourage you, if the conversation of DNA is quite new to you, I would encourage you to go back and listen to episode 319, where we just do a really high-level overview of epigenetics and our DNA and what we're talking about here so you have a good understanding. And then in episode 321, I interviewed Dr. Lois Naherney, the same guest we have on today to kind of go through how DNA power works, what kind of reporting there is, how to interpret it. And then today we're going to be going through my personal results. Now I'm recording this intro after I interviewed Dr. Lois Naherney. And while I loved the episode, there was one thing that we talked about that I didn't necessarily agree with. And I wanted to kind of flag it for all of you because it's my show. And I want to make sure that you have the most accurate information and that you're not putting yourself in a situation that you don't need to be in. And so I'll just kind of explain what happens. So in the episode today, we're going to be talking about supplementation and what our DNA can tell us as to what nutrients may be low in our body. The big, big word here is may. So for example, your report might say that you have a hard time processing vitamin A. It doesn't necessarily mean that your vitamin A is low right now. Now, as far as I know, every single DNA company that runs reports, including DNA Power, would say, just start supplementing with vitamin A and every other nutrient that the report says that you're having a hard time processing with just to be on the safe side, quote unquote. I disagree with this, <laughs> like massively disagree with this. Now, your DNA can tell us lots of different things about what could be occurring, but where the DNA reports fall short is what is currently happening right now in your body. So though your report might say you have a hard time processing vitamin A or omegas or your detoxification pathways aren't as strong as they could be, that doesn't entirely mean, no, it does not mean at all that you could be having those issues right now. It's just that you have a propensity toward these issues if your genes are dirty. And so when it comes to supplementation, like when you get your DNA power or another type of report, a lot of the times they'll be integrated with supplement companies. And I was about to have one of the CEOs from one of the supplement companies come on and talk with us about how to supplement based on your DNA report. And upon further investigation and kind of just going through my lab results and you guys, I mean, I've pretty much ran every single functional test on myself uh, over the years. And so I know, I know my minerals. I know my vitamins. I know 
my detox pathways functionally what's happening right now. And though the DNA Power report did a great job at highlighting some pretty important things that I can confirm with functional tests, it also said a couple things that just aren't happening in my body right now, though I do need to be mindful of it. And so I was going to have the CEO on for another company talking about supplementing with DNA. I decided not to go that route only because I personally don't think that you should be supplementing based on your DNA report. I think that your DNA report can give you a lot of insight as to what could be going on, what could be going on. But specifically with nutrients, because things like vitamin D, I mean, guys, vitamin A has a toxicity level and that stuff is stored in your liver and you can cause some pretty serious damage if you supplement with vitamin A every day when you do not need it. And so I don't personally recommend to my clients or to those listening that you supplement with a nutrient without fully knowing whether or not you are actually deficient in that nutrient. So let's go with the vitamin A example. At the same time, of running this DNA power result or test rather at the exact same time, like the same day, I also ran a complete micronutrient profile for myself. Now, this is something I run for some of my clients, depending on where they're at. If they've been dieting for a really long time and we've kind of like looked at their basic lab work and there's still some stuff going on and we're not really sure what, we'll run this test. And so I did it for myself just because I wanted to see, will the results line up? with what my DNA said. And my DNA, if I remember correctly, said that I had a problem with vitamin A. My vitamin A level is fine. It said that I have a problem with omegas, not at the time of the test, but a couple of months after I tested my omega levels and they're fine. And so that tells me that I'm doing a good job with my diet and my nutrients overall that I don't need to supplement with those things. So I'm very cautious to recommend that you supplement based on your DNA results. And I hope I've made that pretty clear before we get into today's episode. Now, this is not something that Dr. Lois Naherney agrees with me on. She did say in today's recording, you know, there's no harm in over supplementation, like there's no such thing. And that's just false in my experience working with clients one-on-one. Now that doesn't falsify any of the information that she shared. I just, because it's my show, because you guys trust me, you put trust in the content that I put out there. I felt it very, very important to share this with you, to share my experience with you, to, to share what I see clinically with my clients and to just make sure that you guys aren't jumping the gun and starting to supplement with things that can cause more damage long-term than you're investing so much money and time and energy into certain things thinking that they're going to be that ticket to wellness. And I encourage you to kind of get out of that space of like, but if I just had this report, everything would be better. No, there's no one test and there's no one process that's going to help you a 100%. Okay, as we understand root cause and just overall um, health is that it's multiple things and there's no one winning ticket. So if you get your DNA power results, and you're like, yes, this says that I'm low in vitamin A. No, it says that you have a propensity toward being low in vitamin A. But if there's certain things on your DNA power, I would investigate further with functional testing personally. That would be something that I would do before supplementation, before thinking you have a problem because it can really take you down the wrong route. Now, conversely, if you're going into your health and you're like, I have no idea what's going on. I just don't feel great. The DNA 
results can give you a good indication of what could be going on so that you're not running a whole bunch of different tests trying to figure it out, that you've weaned it down to a couple of things that it could be. But I wouldn't act on DNA results as being the, okay, this is what's wrong with me. Does that make sense? I hope it does. I hope it doesn't disqualify you from thinking about DNA power or other DNA reporting. I think they can be really key. And as you're going to see in today's episode, it was really cool, you know, understanding my body functionally and running all these tests. I saw a lot of correlations, but there were a lot of things that I didn't see. And now they're just in the back of my mind of, okay, this could be a problem in future, or I need to support this nutritionally. I see nothing wrong with supporting all of this nutritionally, changing your food, changing your lifestyle. But when it comes to supplementation, you guys, if you don't need it, you don't need to take it and you shouldn't be taking it. And so I'll jump off my soapbox now and uh, we will get to today's episode. Our guest today is Dr. Lois Naherney, who is the president and CEO of DNA Power. She is revolutionizing preventative healthcare by empowering people to make smarter diet, fitness, and health decisions based on their unique genetic makeup. You guys can find more from DNA Power by going to healthfulpursuit.com slash DNA. If you use the coupon code KDP, you're going to get $50 off your total power or total power connect purchase. Now, today's episode, we record all of our episodes actually as videos, uh, all of the interviews and things you're going to see the guest. If because we're going through my results today, if you watch this video on YouTube, you're going to be able to see the screen and kind of see what we're talking about. So it might be more beneficial that way. So if you're like, hey, that sounds great. If you just go to YouTube and type in Leanne Vogel, you're going to find my channel and it'll be right there for you. Episode 337. Okay, so like, let's do this thing. Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel, and you're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've put together a free 21-page guide on achieving weight loss on your keto diet if nothing is working as a little thank you for being here today. Grab your free guide at ketoforwomen.com to get the steps you need to overcome the hurdles standing in your way. Hi, Dr. Lois. How are you? I'm great, Leanne. So delighted to be back and excited to go through your DNA results today. I am too. I've been waiting for this for what feels like months. And I'm just so pumped to share my DNA with every soul that watches this video or listens to the podcast. Fantastic. And so before we get started, you're going to share your screen. You're going to show us my results. A couple of questions I had for you. Why would somebody want to do this sort of thing? Why should we be testing our DNA? What sort of things can we action from this information? Well, great place to start here, Leanne. And so what's really cool is that you now have DNA information available to help you make decisions about your long-term health. And so when you learn your DNA, it's your body's roadmap to health. It's where your body wants to go over time and where the genes are weak is where you want to be avoiding things. It's kind of like the potholes in the road. How do you avoid that? But what's your DNA isn't your destiny. What's really important is that it's actually epigenetics tells your DNA how to express itself. And epigenetics is lifestyle. It's your diet, your exercise, sleep, stress, toxins, and actually even your mental well-being and state of health. So all of those things contribute to your genes deciding how they're going to express themselves and really how well you're going to be. 
And so what you want to do is it's, there's just so much going on, on in our lives. We have so many good and bad foods, so many choices that we can make. And sometimes it's just hard to know which are the things that are most important for my body. And the great thing about getting your DNA results is you're going to get this roadmap, this green and red that shows you where are your genes strong and where are they weak and where they're weak. That's the stuff to avoid. And then you're just going to be able to really live your best and your healthiest life by following and living according to your DNA. So what we're trying to do is just get that snapshot for you. What are the tips that you need in order to live your healthiest life? And I think once we go through some of my results and we talk about how it relates to me and my health, because I do a lot of testing outside of DNA and I can speak to that, what things I've seen in other reports, in my lab work, in my Dutch test, my GI map, we'll pull all that together and my methylation status. I'm a total geek when it comes to these things. So we can really use that as an opportunity to kind of see my weakest points and see how that's actually resulting in my day-to-day life. So I love that we're able to share this. And for those who are like, wait, I want one of these reports. I want to do this. I'm going to include a link down below in the video. If you're watching this on the video, look for it there. Or if you are listening to the podcast, you can access it via the show notes. It's going to be healthfulpursuit.com slash DNA. And if you use the code KDP, you're going to get $50 off your total power or total power connect purchase. So just so you don't have major FOMO and you're like, how do I get one of these? I wanted to preface that before we get started, we'll review the lab work or rather I'm so used to saying review the lab work. We will review the DNA results and I'll ask a bunch of questions. Some questions came in specifically about how we action these. So we'll just go through everything. Are you ready? Totally. It sounds so fun. And remember, these are lab results too. So these, it's actually, you know, wonderfully sophisticated testing that used to call cost like millions of dollars. And now it's a few hundred dollars to be able to get these results. And the other thing, just in conjunction, as we talk to other tests is you only do this test once. And it's kind Mm -hmm. of like the best test to have first, because it can kind of point you if you're having health issues where you might want to go to next. So that's what's uh, another thing that's just real cool about it. So what I'm going to doing right now is I'm sharing the screen. And we've got Leanne's report up on Zoom for those who are watching there, but I'll talk to it for the podcast people who have it as well. So everybody gets a summary report. And this is really, I mean, there's over 200 pages worth of information. So there's a lot of information. We don't usually dive into the individual reports. We go through the summary and we're just going to walk through this, Leanne. And, and occasionally I dive down a little bit deeper, but let's see what you've got. So there's a bit of information about DNA testing, what the different tests are. And then just a reminder for people who are getting their tests is that remember green is good and red is where you've got variations. It doesn't mean this is going to happen. It just means you've got genes that are weaker in that area. So that's what we're looking at. So here's your roadmap on the very first page on macronutrients. And Leanne has such a green result. Like, honestly, you have fantastic results here. I can see why you thrive on a keto diet because you have fantastic fat genes, both for saturated and unsaturated fats. They're just really strong. It means your body can handle it. You actually have really good genes as well related to carbs, insulin, and cholesterols. So I have to say this is one of the best reports I've seen in a while. And while you have other listeners that might have done their DNA and shout out to some fantastic, I'm so excited actually, Leanne, Mm -hmm. about all the people who've been doing the test with you here. And so I've got Natasha from Michigan, Kelly from Georgia, Michelle from California, Jennifer from Utah, people even from overseas that 
that are listening. So lots of you shout out and we can't wait for you to get your results and walk through it too. So it's super green and you've got some great healthy genes here and actually very low BMI genes. You know, how does that fit with what you know about yourself and your body? Remember that time I had the guys on from Formula episode 301 where we talked about our experiences with ADD and ADHD and how big a game changer nootropics have been for us? If you're struggling with your brain, difficulty focusing, unpredictable energy dips, quick to get distracted, you may benefit big time from taking nootropics as we have. My favorite nootropics brand, Formula, has just changed their name to Thesis and they're offering 15% off to listeners of the podcast. Now, you might be wondering, uh, Leanne, what's a nootropic? Well, they're nutrients proven to improve brain performance. Some call them cognitive enhancers or smart drugs, quote unquote. <laughs> With nootropics, I've boosted my focus, energy, attention span, concentration for long periods of time, getting distracted much less frequently. I'm far more productive. I find myself procrastinating and putting things off less. I've been testing nootropics, and for the past year, I've been using Thesis exclusively. You can visit their website, takethesis.com. You'll take a short assessment, and based on their data set, you'll be recommended four nootropic variations to test in your first month. You can then schedule a time to speak with a nootropics coach from their team anytime to help you find the optimal formulations for your brain chemistry. Then they will customize your orders with the formulations that work best for your goals and your physiology. Go to takethesis.com and use the code KETO for 15% off. Again, that's takethesis.com with the code KETO. Yeah, I mean, I can kind of handle just about anything. I do know that I do need more protein. I feel completely flat and not okay when I don't have enough protein. And that's probably why eating a vegan diet for seven years really didn't benefit me at all. The max protein I would get was about 30 grams. And so that makes a ton of sense to me. Another piece there, I guess, is the unsaturated is saturated. I know that a lot of people have issues with saturated fat, not myself. But I can imagine that there are specific ladies that I know and clients that I've been working with who have some major issues with that saturated fat piece. But this really lines up to what I know about myself and the struggles that I have versus don't have. It looks pretty accurate to what I know to be true about my body. Great. And so the one that's 50% red, and when it's 50% red, that generates an actual recommendation and gives you suggestions on what you should be doing. So yours is, you know, in terms of the recommendations that you should eat more protein and actually more frequent amounts of protein because your body doesn't want it to be more readily available. And so you can still do intermittent fasting, but over the course of the day, if that's something a person does, you just want more digestible plant-based proteins, beans, lentils, peas, quinoa, fish, cottage cheese, eggs, protein powder. And I'm a big nut seeds person. So I love having one of the trail mixes by my desk because I need extra protein throughout the day just for a few extra boosts of that protein when I can get it. So that's important for you. And just to show others, I just popped a couple of other examples up. Here's a test where somebody has very red carbohydrates, not a great choice for them. You know, in terms of their diet, you can see that that can be quite red for that person. And another one where this this person was on a keto diet, but they have very red diet saturated fat genes. So a dirty keto was really not 
right for them. So I've seen people get quite ill from not eating a clean keto. So just to say that you get a roadmap in terms of what it should look like for you. And the good news is on your macronutrients, you've got good options. So pleased to see that you've got genes that good genes there. Yay. And to that saturated fat piece, if anyone listening is looking at their dietary saturated fat, and it looks like that report where they shouldn't be eating or they have a challenge processing saturated fat, you can completely do a ketogenic diet without a lot of saturated fat. It's more of a Mediterranean thing. I've taken many of my clients through it. Don't freak out. It's okay. It just means that you have to be more mindful of the types of fats that you're eating. And I'm very happy that I can have saturated fat because I love steak. So that would be really unfortunate. Well, it is interesting because we'll see later you've got some B issues and variations, and that's probably linked to why your body does like to get more meat in it as well. So the next section we look at is food tolerances, and caffeine is half red for you. So you would be somebody, I would say, you know, you should really only do one cup of coffee at a time because it layers in your body and doesn't break down as well. How are you on caffeine? Horrible. Don't make me take it. I can't do any, not even decaf coffee because it has even the little littlest bit of caffeine. Nope, nope, nopey nopes. Is Okay. Wow. Okay. So that one fits for you. And then interesting gluten is, it says 38%. I dug into the back genes on this one and you've got the one that is most highly linked to celiac. You don't have that genes. Those genes are good. There's the second one that's a contributor where you're kind of 50, 50 on it. And it's, um, so you inherited one good and one poor. And so if you're having any gluten issues, that might be part of where that some of that's coming from. And also gut health is a big piece about gluten. How does gluten work for you, Leanne? Yeah, I went off gluten probably in 2005. So quite a long time. I thought perhaps I could handle it because I had tested my GI map and my anti-Gliadian IG was like really low. So I incorporated just a little bit and then I got pretty sick. So I removed it. But I think you're right, Lois. It's really about gut health too. And that's something where I'm definitely weak. I've had tested positive for parasites in December of 2020, thought I killed them, wasn't patient enough. So now I'm working in it again. So if you have certain bugs and you'd be surprised at how many people have parasites, I, this is just mind blowing. So if you have those little bugs, they can cause havoc on your gut. So I feel like if my gut were balanced, I could probably handle a little bit of gluten. When I travel to Germany specifically, I can have a little bit and it doesn't affect me. So it really comes down to quality and and your gut health. And I would agree with those results for sure. Right. In Europe, they use different grains. They're ancient grains. And so most people, if they travel in Europe who have troubles with gluten, do better there. North America, a lot of our grains have been adjusted and it doesn't fit our gut as well. Also, if you've had rounds of antibiotics, it really starts to create a bit of a leaky gut and grains are one of the first things that you really can have an impact on. So there can be many different reasons for it, but this test will show you, do you actually have the genes that don't support gluten? You've kind of got half of one that is probably contributing to stuff. But in the end, listen to your body. So this is just an indicator of where might there again be potholes or issues. Listen to your body. Now, you are one of those lucky ducks who ends up who has good lactose genes. Now, do you have dairy in your diet? No way, Jose. Nopey nopes. Lactose, I haven't had since I was very little. Now, it's interesting though. I feel like this is very much gut related and it's very much in line with how I reacted to nightshades after reducing parasitic infections in my gut. I could handle a lot more nightshades. I haven't played around with dairy, but seeing this, I definitely want to try because I really think the reactions I'm getting with lactose and just dairy in general is gut related and not 
genetic related. So this is super encouraging to me. You might see me like a cheeseburger one day. (laughs) Well, and remember that the genetics is what is you have you genetically inherited, but you can also acquire lots of different things. And so Mm -hmm. again, based on our diets and our lifestyle, many things can be acquired. And so most people have more red results on the lactose. And so that's just a good area to be reducing. So at least 75% of people are not good on lactose and dairy and should be very careful with it. You may have an option, but listen to your body. Here we can see salt, sugar, not bad. All of your food tastes and preferences are fine. Interesting, quite red on smoking behavior. It often means that there's a little bit more of an addictive piece in there where somebody will, it's, it's, if you're going to smoke, you're going to smoke more. And so there's a, li- a gene that's related to that. And so a little bit compulsive potentially. Any sense on that one? Addictive behavior is my middle name. So yes, completely. I was a smoker for many years and it was not just one cigarette a day. It was usually like two packs a day. So when I do things, I do them hard and that makes sense. And I will never smoke again. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, it just always, it's so funny how the genes actually do predict the behavior exceptionally well. So we're on the um, third, the last area of the diet power report now, which is vitamins. And you can see kind of a mix of red and green. Usually people will see about a third red. Yours is a little bit under that, but you can see vitamin A, vitamin B12 is probably, and omega-3s are the ones that stand out the most. You also have some C and D, and I do know on keto diet, it's important to be sure you get enough C and D. And what this means is where it's red, your genes don't may not absorb it or break it down or utilize it as well as it could. And that's sometimes because in our ancient genetics, they had too much of it and the body down regulated it. There's various reasons why you can have these variations. And the important thing to know is on your where you are today, what are the ones that you should be giving support? And so generally speaking, I'm a believer in a multivitamin. I believe that you should have probably B12 support because it showed up in a couple of other places. The fact that you're on a keto or if you eat more meat, you're not going to have as big an issue. You probably feel better when you have some meat in your diet. So those are just things to watch. And you know, for all of us in North America, getting more vitamin D is usually a good thing. It's good for immunity and so many things. And you can see your body likes to have some omega-3s as well. So when you think about a vitamin regimen, what's important to you, Leanne? Yeah, I guess the big question and what I really want to focus on here, there are a lot of genetic businesses where you can upload your DNA results and they'll put together a supplement for you based on your results. What are your thoughts on that? Because at the same time of running this report, I also did a nutrient analysis report with my blood so I could understand like, where are my pain points? What do I need to supplement with? And what's happening right now? Like the picture that's happening in my body right now. Vitamin A was perfect. B 12 was a touch low, but pretty good. Vitamin D was fine. Vitamin C was low, like scurvy low, like so low. And I didn't test omegas. I wish I had. And in fact, my iron is low. And that's probably because when we have parasites, they eat up the iron. And so you don't want to supplement with iron. So that was interesting that it didn't show up. But I guess the big thing here is that I'm a little bit worried about people taking these results and then getting a supplement based on these because they might not actually need these specific items. But if they're having issues delving deeper and understanding, is my vitamin B12 low? Perhaps I can test my B12, my MMA, and really understand 
what's going on with these results. Would you agree? Well, people don't get sick from too many vitamins. Generally speaking, there's very small exceptions. We mostly are sick because of deficiency. And so if I was going to err, I believe err on taking more vitamins, you pee most of it out. There's only certain areas where you can overload if your iron isn't working. So you can get a whole B's to iron to oxygen cascade. I only time I don't like too much of it is when you can see an iron overload. You've got two little tiny half genes in the back there. That means that you don't want to iron overload your body potentially. And really you want to go, where is your body today? So I'm a believer generally because so many people are deficient in taking vitamins. We also on DNA Power, we have a company called Vitamin Lab that kind of takes your formula and can make you a vitamin because people don't like taking vitamins and you buy so many and we all have drawers full of them. And which ones do I take and which ones don't I take? This will give you an, a roadmap of which ones are more likely. And just because it's more expensive to be testing your blood all the time. So, but if you can, you know, and the tests vary on which of these they can pick up well. So I love when people have the option of invest your money in where might you have weakness and then do a test like you did to see where's my body so that I really do know today where I'm at. And then remembering that as time goes on, the red shows up more just because you, you just more is over, you know, kind of piled onto you in your life. And so the younger you are, usually the more in balance you are, regardless of your genetics, the older you are, the more out of balance I see people. Interesting. Okay, cool. Great. Okay. So on these summary pages, you'll then see, here's the recommendations. So for Leanne, it says you should do a little bit more protein, limit your caffeine. Here are some vitamins to consider. So vitamin A, B12, and omega were the three that were suggested for you. And we usually recommend food first. So I'm a big believer in food first. So eat the food that helps you make sure you've got lean meat, fish, eggs, and you could try dairy if it's feeling better. The nutritional yeast can be important depending on whether you've got, you know, again, fungus or other things in your body. So you've got to watch other stuff. And if people have got weakness in B12, which is a very common issue, then methylated bees can often be a better support for you. Always methylated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just is easier for it to absorb in the body. Great. Okay. So that's uh, the diet. We're going to move now into health power. These are the background processes that support how your body is doing. So we're looking at detoxification, pretty good genes here overall on the detoxification. And when we look at hormones, two of them are 50% red. And so that's something that over time for women, the redder I see it, the more I say you need to be careful with birth control or how you're managing additives in your body. Like if you have meats that have hormones and antibiotics in it, this is going to build up and overreact in your body. And so you just have to be a bit more careful. What have you seen with some of your clients, Leanne, and dealing with hormone health and how do you manage that? In these crazy times we're in, stress and anxiety are at an all-time high. You know, I wonder if everyone in every generation has said that. While there are many great natural supplements to support anxiety and stress, the one that's helped me the most is CBD oil. CBD has tons of other benefits as well, such as sleep support, clearing acne, reducing inflammation, and so much more. By now, everyone's heard of CBD oil. While some people swear by it, other people have 
have not seen the results that they were hoping for. And this bums me out big time. That's where Eaton Hemp comes in. Their unfiltered USDA certified organic full spectrum CBD oil is minimally processed and infused in their own hemp seed oil, giving you the full entourage effect, maximum absorption, potency, effectiveness, which means results. Whether you place the tincture under your tongue or use the salve on sore muscles, that's my personal favorite, CBD can and should work for you. And if it's not, you're not using the right product. Not only does Eaton provide one of the cleanest CBD products on the market today, but they pride themselves on transparency. Eaton Hemp is farmer owned and strongly believes in whole plant nutrition. That's why they leave the CBD unfiltered so all the elements of the hemp plant can work in unison. Eaton Hemp is so confident in the results that their CBD will give you that they offer a full 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't satisfied with their product, they're going to refund you with no questions asked. As a special podcast only offer, you can save 25% on all Eaton Hemp products and still get your full money back guarantee. Head on over to eatonhemp.com slash keto diet. Use a code keto diet at checkout. Again, that's eatonhemp.com slash keto diet and use the code keto diet for 25% off. Yeah. So when it comes to detoxification, guys, this page by far is probably, in my opinion, the most important in the report. I can't tell you how many women have issues with estrogen detoxification. Many women as they age will get put on testosterone pellets with poor metabolism of estrogens and poor elimination of estrogens. And what happens when we are taking testosterone, it can convert via the aromatase enzyme into estrogen. And so if you're lower in zinc, then that's going to start converting. And then this gets backed up and estrogen gets high. And without testing your saliva and urine through a Dutch test, you're not going to know that this is happening. And if one sees red, the stuff is really important to stay on top of. And I see this pattern a lot in myself included, the methylation detoxification I do see on my Dutch result. My methylation activity is low. That corresponds with my B12 and a couple other things that we'll be going through. My oxidative protection is not the best in phase two when it relates to my Dutch report. My androgen and estrogen biosynthesis, I also have a little bit of struggle there that I'm supporting and the elimination of estrogen metabolites and that balance of the 2OH, 4OH, and 16OH metabolites for our estrogen. This page is so important because when your detoxification is off, when your hormone health is imbalanced, when you're holding on to those estrogens, it's no good. And if you can't lose weight, this is where to look usually first for women because nine times out of 10, I see that there's some issue with detoxification. And when your liver isn't able to conjugate, that's the pairing up of these things that shouldn't be in your body. If you're unable to methylate, all these issues are going to cause items to become imbalanced downstream. So page nine, guys, page nine, it's a good one. <laughs> Well, I agree 100% with everything you just said there, Leanne. It is just such a great snapshot of where you want to be looking and where you want to be careful. I agree when people's detox and hormones are off, that's the weight issues, the imbalance. So many things can go off. And there's a lot of things in our environment that throw these 
out in addition to the fact that, you know, we might need you know, some more support. So, and I do like, I'm also an advocate of doing the, the Dutch test. I do think, especially because we see so many women with hormone issues and too often people are prescribed something. If you're low estrogen, they're prescribed more of something, but we haven't looked to see if your genetics can, if you're taking it in the right direction. And so I find that without this information, you have to be sure what you're rebalancing. It's not just taking more of this or more of that. Sometimes you've got to figure out how to get stuff out as well. I'm so glad that you mentioned that because a lot of women will get put on biased or triest and they'll think, well, this is bioidentical. It's great. But if your metabolites, if that metabolism of estrogens, that those last three items, if they are imbalanced and your body has a propensity toward these issues, putting on more estrogen is not going to fix it. And it might not be able to be detoxified properly. So yes completely. It might mask the symptoms or solve them temporarily, but there's a price to be paid down the road because what does your body do with all of the stuff building up inside of it? And then to be honest, my fear is that you move into a chronic diseases or it can start leading towards cancers and things. So you just, the whole thing is the body should be in balance. It's when it's out of balance is when you've got a problem. And so if your body's out of balance, you have a tendency towards inflammatory response. And so a little bit more chronic disease oriented, but Great to see, Leanne, you have very strong tumor inflammation genes, which means that reduce, you've got, it's just great cancer fighting genes. So that's great. It does other things as well. But that just says to me, you want to keep anti-inflammatory diets are useful at times if you think things are getting out of whack. But the good news is even if things are out of balance, I'm not, I'm a little bit less worried about cancer for you and your family in this case. So then we get into the methylation panel at the end. You can see here, this FUT2 gene is one that's all red. These are single single gene. So they're either going to be green, half red, or all red, generally speaking. A little bit of support on your B12s is useful. Some of the methylation is working here. I did see on your F, on your folates, you've got a couple in there that are that could use a little bit of support. So it's just sort of really monitoring which ones are the ones that are really important for you. So yeah, you've got two methylation genes, the MTHFR genes, which are 50-50. And that's associated with about a 35% decrease in MTHFR activity the methylation, and sometimes a higher need for folate, but you have to be careful about homocysteine levels. And so I'm not sure if you're, which of those things you test for. So it just means be more careful in those areas. Yeah. My homocysteine is very good. I do check that often, but yeah, if we do see high homocysteine, that's my number one thing is let's look at your methylation. <laughs> yes, perfect. And these are good things to talk to your doctor about as well. Cause often, you know, or your naturopath or your nutritionist. And what I'd love is when people like yourself, Leanne, who are in holistic health, you're looking at the full picture. You're trying to find all of the pieces that are needed in order to create a rounded picture of health for people. So nice job. So here are some of the recommendation. It is, you want a diet rich in vitamin Bs. You might need a methylated B complex. Here's some other things artichokes, berries, pecans, turmeric are good for supporting some of the detoxification. I'm reading some of these quickly. You know, when you've got some of the red on the hormones, just make sure you don't have food that has got herbicides, pesticides, or antibiotics in it. That's just going to layer up in your body. Your body doesn't get rid of that as well. You need cleaner food to stay healthy. And good antioxidants, vitamin B complex, other things, grass-fed meat, potentially dairy, Swiss chard, kale, watercress, spinach, dandelion. Those are all things to consider to support you. So there's lots of foods here. When you get the recommendations, I'll say to people, print these pages, circle this stuff up and think about just use this stuff to go for your grocery list to say, add this more to my diet. 
Yes, it's such a great idea. And everyone could benefit from a little bit of Swiss chard. So I, <laughs> I approve. <laughs> Perfect. We're going into the next one here, which is around fitness. And it's sometimes there, it helps you kind of gear your workouts to get a better result and to show you where there might be some watch out areas. Yours show strongly on endurance over power and sprint. So generally speaking, if I see this profile, you're someone who likes swimming, jogging, yoga, you know, longer, steadier activity versus short power bursts and heavy working out. And when I look at your muscle strength genes and a few on power, you're probably not, you know, going to become a world-class bodybuilder. And if I've crushed your dreams, I'm sorry, but really you're good with longer sets and lighter weights work a bit better for you. And so if you go and if you're working with a trainer or doing your own workout, just doing more moderated activity actually suits your body type better. You've got good ligament strength, 50-50 on tendons, which means that if you do injure your tendons, the ones that were red in the back were around repair. You need to give yourself more repair time. And muscle strength, it just means you have to work harder for if you really want to build muscle, but everybody should be building strength and tone. And when you work out, you do repair reasonably well and reasonably quickly. So it just kind of gives you how much time do you need between workouts. When you're doing your exercise, your blood pressure, your energy availability, your energy metabolism and oxygen uptake are all pretty good. They're kind of a quarter to a third red. That's fine. That means you should be able to work out okay. If some of them are higher, then it sometimes means you should eat before a workout or just be a bit more careful in how you moderate it. So not too bad. And then when we look at the last set, oh man, I just love seeing this. Just so green on the blood sugar and insulin stroke risk and cardiovascular health. That's great. You really have got just those genes are working in your favor just to keep heart disease at bay. And I guess, so if I were to eat a ton of sugar and eat a standard American diet, I would probably still have an issue with insulin, but you're saying that insulin, glucose, blood sugar, highs and lows. But generally speaking, if I were to eat a pretty good diet, I'm not going to have an issue with insulin. And I don't have that. I could probably get away with a little bit more than a person in the insulin page that has a bunch of red. Is that kind of how one could interpret that? Absolutely. You're not somebody who's on the road to diabetes. I'll see third of people. I'll see, boy, they're on a diabetes risk and they have to be very careful. Yours, not a problem. You're okay with that. But as you just said, standard American diet, it doesn't matter how good your genes are. You're heading for cardiovascular weight gain, other chronic disease issues. You'll just overload your organs and everything starts to be a problem. So we all know everything in moderation. Yours, you can get away with a bit more than other people I see, but we all want to be healthy. And okay, and off to McDonald's. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, yeah. So you've got some of the recommendations there, which you can read. And then we're into the last one, which is your mental wellness. Now, your grandfather, you mentioned in your podcast, had Alzheimer's. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes, he did. Very yeah. early onset in his 50s. Wow. And so when I look at your genes, you have completely normal Alzheimer genes. It's the most common ones around, but it's interesting because it only takes one letter change to be now into the APOE genes. And we have quite a few articles on our website on APOE genes because that links to placking in the heart and the cardiovascular and the brain. And if you have that gene, you have to be very careful about eating a clean diet to avoid placking. It is completely manageable. So we treat Alzheimer's as a diet. 
concern because we believe if you've got those genes that you can manage it. So your family should be reassured, certainly on what you've inherited, Leanne, that it's not it's not a hereditary thing in terms of what you've inherited. It still might be somewhere in there, but a big contributor to Alzheimer's is heavy metals. And so if he was exposed at any point to a lot of chemicals or heavy metals or poor environments early on, some people it moves into the brain and that's where it shows up. And so just to say there are other ways that that can occur, but the good news is you do not have the APOE genes that are at risk. And the APOE genes, those are also involved in the saturated and unsaturated fat piece, correct? Absolutely. So those show up on the LDL cholesterol side because what they do is they're a contributor to cholesterol, which then will be a contributor to how your body is managing some of the fats. So you then have to be a bit more careful. You really have to go to clean fats then. You don't want to risk the dirty fats. And so... Yes. So you'll see it there and in the Alzheimer's report. You'll see yours is a little bit redder on concussion. It just says, should you have a concussion, just be really careful about your protocols. There is wonderful, so many good protocols out there. Yours is not at a big risk because you don't have the Alzheimer's risk. If somebody has the APOE gene and you get a concussion, you'll see that they become very, very slow to recover and they need a lot more support. And there's some great, like Dr. Amon clinics in the US are fantastic. There's brain tap is great programs that just sort of work with the brain for anyone who's had troubles recovering from concussion. There are new things out there which are really supporting it. And so that's the reports. The net for you is you've got lots of versatility in the diets that you're on. You can do keto for sure. You definitely want to watch your bees, your hormones and detox, as you know, are just areas to be careful of. And so now you've got your DNA roadmap. I really hope you're enjoying today's episode. I'd love to see where you're listening from. You can snap a pic and tag me at Leanne Vogel or leave a review for the show on your favorite podcast player. It helps me out tremendously. Okay, back to the good stuff. Isn't that just so cool? And it validates so many things. I think oftentimes just having that big picture and very much like that roadmap. So as you're moving forward with your own eating style and you're trying to plan out your life, if 10 years down the road, you're like, I want to try a high carb diet. It's the rage. And you go back to your DNA results and it's like, no, no, no. Like you cannot handle the carbohydrates. It really sets that grounding attempt. So you know what works what doesn't work, how to approach things moving forward. I think it's just so incredibly empowering to have that, like you said, a roadmap for your health. Yeah, fantastic. Now, you also had people send in some questions. And one of the questions was around the hormones showing up red. And then the person did the Dutch test, but it shows that there wasn't a problem. So I wanted to be sure we respond to that. So that is wonderful news. (laughs) That means you're supporting your body properly and it's not a problem. It's something you may want to keep monitoring over time. And so the younger you are, usually the healthier you are, the older, the more it can start to show up. But just want to say it is the DNA is just what your roadmap is but it does not tell you where your body is today. That's the great reason to use some of the other tests as well, just to validate. And I think you find that as well, Leanne. 
Yes, I do. I think is it really if you're looking at your DNA power and you're going through everything and it says that you have an issue with estrogen metabolization and just all those hormone pieces, you run a Dutch, it looks perfect. Usually there's a little bit of tweaking required, but for the specific human, their Dutch was pretty good. And so my response to that is, okay, well, you know that you might have a propensity to this further down the line, or she was eating a pretty clean diet, a lot of sulfur-based foods. She had a really good handle on her estrogen at that point. But if she is heating her food up with plastic or she starts eating non-organic foods later on, or she goes traveling for four years, it might be good to test her Dutch again, check in with that because she knows that that's the weakest link. And she was 29. And so she has a lot of time in her forties, fifties. She may see that estrogen adjusting time that she's had around xenoestrogens and all those uh, phytoestrogens and all the things that can adjust things. It's important to just check on that and to just have that as part of your, maybe every couple of years, just do a Dutch or every couple of years, check on your nutrient status um, so that you're just keeping a pulse on the things that you know could become imbalanced because of your DNA. Do you know, I think of all the things you can spend your money on, doing ongoing testing to monitor your health is probably the very, very best investment that you can make. Really, what's more important than your health? And too often we <laughs> spend our, you know, our health gaining our wealth and then have to spend our wealth getting back our health. So try and use a balance, especially the younger you are. If you're, if you're 29, I just love hearing how healthy some of our younger men and women are in terms of really focusing on that. If ever there was a time to focus on health, it's now. So this is just one tool. There's many tools out there. Getting coaching and advice from nutritionists like yourself, Leanne, I just think is so fantastic. So really, we're just all about take power over your health. And we just want people to be as healthy as they can. Yeah, it's so incredibly true. It's so much easier just to spend maybe a thousand dollars every couple of years. You know, if you keep a pulse on things, you can go a pretty long stretch and just keep check on things and not be. It's so unfortunate working with women that said, Oh, I'll do it next year. I'll do it next year. And now they're in their mid fifties and it's just total chaos that we have to clean up things. And it's going to take a couple of years to really get the support that they need. And uh, if you're in your twenties, thirties, early forties. And you're like, ah, they're just a couple of things that I don't like getting on it now and really understanding where your weak points are, what your body's telling you through some simple labs. It's just uh, invaluable. You'll spend so much more money <laughs> trying to fix the issue later. And it's, it's a lot of stress on the body and it's a lot of stress in your life and your loved ones and yourself dealing with these health issues. So I couldn't agree with you more. And like I said, at the beginning of our recording, if you have major FOMO and you want your own report, and you want to see all these pieces, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash DNA and use the coupon code KDP for $50 off your total power or total power connect purchase. And Dr. Lois, thank you so much for coming on the show today, going through my results. I have to thank my mom and dad for great genes and thank you. Terrific. So enjoyed it. And we're just so delighted all the people who have decided to do it as well. Be sure and send in your questions and they'll all get consults as well with nutritionists. And if you find areas that are, are of an issue, remember Leanne's just fantastic. Your knowledge on this is just stunning. I love it, Leanne. So well done. Oh, thank you.
I hope you really enjoyed our episode today and uh, you learned a whole bunch. Like I said, super personal. Welcome to my genetics. I'm glad I could share this with you. If you want to connect with me or ask a question, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me a question there. And alternatively, if you're looking for a functional test and working with somebody, I do that. You can go to healthfulpursuit.com to learn more. Just click on the shop and there's an option there for coaching and kind of going through through more testing and things like that. If you're a nerd like me and you want to find out what's going on in your body and support yourself in so many different areas, I would love to work with you. Okay, that does it for another episode of the Keto Diet Podcast. I will see you here next Sunday for another episode. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. Music for the Keto Diet Podcast provided by Yechi. Follow Jacob on Instagram at Yechi underscore official and on Spotify as Yechi. That's Y-E-C-H-I. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, recipes, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program. No.